0: and business for authors. I am your host Ashley King aka the Get It Done Queen where I help people of faith tell their story and by writing a book and maximizing their reach through speaking and events. All right so today we have another amazing fabulous speaker, author, entrepreneur, business businesswoman that I've had the opportunity to be associated with through different events or uh, groups. And so she is just amazing. And I'm very excited to hear about her book today. And I know you are you're, you all are going to enjoy it as well. I'm going to introduce you all to the Miss Fabulous Jaira Williams, y'all. She is the author of Story of Strength. Y'all give her a warm <laughs> welcome. Thank
1: you.
0: Welcome in, Miss Lady. Go ahead and tell the listeners who you are and more about yourself.
1: Well, my name is Jara B. Williams. I'm an author, an inspiration pusher, and I'm also an entrepreneur. I have an online-based beauty brand, which is like my main business. But when I transitioned Jara B. into becoming an author and an inspiration pusher, I finished a novel titled The Story of Strength that I had been working on for a few years. And it's basically a book that is based around my life and my truth as I grew into living into my truth and my purpose. Um, And it's built around different characters and different situations that are basically coping and going through different different things in life. And they're finding their strengths and also um, going through their challenges and coming out strong in the end, pretty much. I um, mean, it's pretty. It's a uh, creative nonfiction novel, but it's pretty much based around me, so it has some true facts in it as well. And it's a really great book. I I say that it's uh, a millennial echo of the Waiting to Exhale movie. Mm. Um, okay. Good idea of how it's set up. When I um put it like that, because it's really good. So tell us. I mean, since it's you know
0: based loosely off of your um, life events, you know, tell us some of the things that some of the women um, go through or exactly who would be closely more closely related to your actual life event, your, your character, who in the book would be more so related to you.
1: I feel like all of the characters um, will play a role in not just from me, but in different women's life. I feel like they will be able to connect with um, each one of the characters because they each go through different things that I feel like most women go through. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, um, even if they haven't experienced that in particular thing, but I'm sure they have experienced something that they will be able to grasp hope to with one of the characters in the novel. I know for myself is based on tragedy. Um, it has, you know, depth in their, uh, challenges, fear, you know, self-confidence issues. There's just so many things in the book in one throughout the characters that I feel most women have gone through. And in the end, it kind of shows you how each one of them handled it and dealt with certain things and came out on top pretty much and learning from each part of that life, if that part of their life and their transition through it all. Definitely.
0: So since you said, you know, it kind of relates to a lot of women or, you know, a lot of women can understand these characters, what would you say, um, you know, how does one heal after being hurt, um, after going through, like you said, tragedy? What, how could one heal? I mean, every woman's circumstance is different, but I guess I just ask you then how specifically did you heal from your tragedy?
1: I feel like what I learned is that I had to relive through, um, Everything that I that I've experienced, and even when I think that um, I, for me, when I thought that it was all like, okay, everyone in my family, I'm the strong person in the family because I didn't used to cry much. I, you know, it just was like, okay, it's part of life. I used to look at it like, well, that's life. But for me, it took me spending time and really evaluating myself. I can honestly say my healing point came when I had I'm active duty military. And I was overseas um, for another tour, but I went after a breakup that I had. And I'm not one that's normally in relationships and things. So that was like a big adjustment for me. And I I was kind of really heartbroken. And that one thing kind of led me to just start all over in my mind as far as when my mother passed away. You know, I I was there when she passed away. When my dad passed away, I was a 19-year-old planning a funeral by myself when I moved out and the things and the challenges I had to go through within that itself. When I was younger, I had really bad skin issues and I was so self-conscious about it, like I was so insecure about it. You know, and things, how I came out of that, just different things like that, I started going back over in my mind. So how did I get to this point? What would I have done differently? How can I change certain things in my relationship that I did so, I won't do it again or not accept certain things again. Just kind of like a re evaluation. And I actually just had to go through and relive those moments and accept it. Like I have a quote that says, accept what you've ignored. And that's exactly where that quote came from because you have to accept mm-hmm. things. You know, you got to acknowledge them and then you have to accept them. And it's things that we ignore that we think we work through, but really we just bypassed it. And it still affects us in our adult years. And so, everyone has a healing moment where they need to go back, reevaluate themselves, relive through something and just forgive, forget and move yeah. forward. Was it hard for you to accept
0: um the things that I guess as I've heard before, you know, to help heal and move on, you have to accept your role in the situation. Mm-hmm. Was it
1: hard for you to do? I don't think it was. I think it was more so of a First, it was me really having to accept, well, did I even do anything? Well, you know, because most women try to put the blame on themselves and try to figure out, well, what did I do? When did mm-hmm. How did I? Well, maybe if I would have, maybe this. And I really, like, looked and thought. And at first, I was like, well, I really didn't do anything yes. <laughs> But the way I asked myself, it was if I had the chance to redo certain things, what would I do differently for myself? I didn't look at the other person or anyone else. I just had to ask myself, like, for you, so you won't do, you won't do this when you run into anyone else, what can you do for yourself, and that was the part where it was kind of like, okay, well, maybe I could have done this differently, or maybe patience, things like that, you know, and I, I started to accept that, and it was easier once I asked myself the right question, because when I asked myself the wrong question, it was like, well, I didn't do that, (laughs) you know, and I asked myself over, and I really thought about it, and, it was easier to accept because this it's a part of growth. And I was at that moment, I was healing and self-growing myself.
0: So I think, um, growth is not restrictive of age. Um, because right. there are plenty of women, you know, forties, fifties, sixties, who, you know, have never healed, um, who've never done that self-reflective to that self-reflective moment to actually, you know, heal and, um, move on. So, if you could, I mean, like, what are some signs of women that who have not healed? Like, you know, are they lashing out? Like, what are some signs that cause I've been around some women that I was like, <laughs> you, you a little bitter, like you haven't healed yet. But you know, what are some signs that you would say that you could tell just by, you know, kind of speaking with a woman that she really hasn't healed from her hurt
1: yet? For me, is their reactions? It's like the reactions that and even though I've never been like a quick reacting type of person, I'm more so emotional now that I'm an adult. Adult, I wasn't an emotional child whatsoever. I would look at people crying like, "What's wrong? <laughs> like, what you, you know, what you doing that for? Somebody died, you know?" Like, it never really done on me certain things. But as an adult, and I look at other people that have probably not gone through that healing stage because either they don't know how, or they never like seek counseling, or not even counseling, just spoken to somebody. You know, you never really know what they need to do specifically, but they lash out like how you say lashing out like their response to something. Like I have a, a close family member that, if I mention a certain topic, I know by how her reaction that that's something that you you need to to go back and fix. It's kind of like no matter how long ago it's been, the reaction that you receive when you bring up certain things or the feeling of thinking that you're going to look a certain way because you're so worried and concerned about other people's thoughts and opinions because you're not happy within yourself because it really wouldn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't play about my name and my business. Those are different things. But when it comes to certain, up like other stuff, it's kind of like you really have no control over and you're allowing people to control you by the way you're acting to certain things. So that's how I, I can kind of sense. When a, a woman and even a male hasn't even healed from certain yeah, things yeah, because yeah, men yeah. have a way of silencing themselves and going into a shell and overthinking and you know it's kind of like how are you even hit you know, what you know what you wonder what have they gone through but men are a yeah, whole
0: yeah. another ballgame when it comes to yeah I guess it's hard to get them to talk more. Um as women we're a little more talkative. Um give us a cup a glass of wine and we'll get the loosening up a little bit, you know? Yeah, you know, we're more um easy to express ourselves, our feelings and what we're going through, which I think is um very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say since this book is about, you know, these these women, how important would you say is having like a a sister circle, you know, a friendship? I'm gonna say of real women who, you know, will check you. because um, you can have some yes I guess men but yes women who like girl whatever you know they're very passive but how important is to have some true friends that's going to check you about your attitude um uh, about you being bitter and about you lashing out how important is that um would you say I
1: feel like it's very important I feel like the the thing with that though is you the, the other person would have to understand like you you know you would have to accept when someone's doing that and and not look at it like Oh, such and such said this. I don't know who she. You know what I'm saying? And, and take it the wrong way, cause it's kind of like I'm the friend that I always say certain stuff, or I'm the friend that people like, ask certain questions, and they'll know that I'm gonna give them the non-toxic answer. You know? And they might not want the non-toxic answer. They might be like, "I know that sounds right, but that's not what I want to do. I want to go and react." And you know? Yeah. But I feel like it's really important, and you have to want to trust those people. You can't just have a a friend, you know how people have certain friends they tell certain things to and things like that. That means that you don't trust certain friends, or you just don't trust them with certain information. Definitely. But I feel like it's it's a really good thing to have like a nice small circle. Doesn't even have to be anything big, but at least someone that you can expect to tell you when you're wrong, and you want them to tell you the same thing because you should be the closest person to me and be able to tell me anything. Okay.
0: So, what would be the main takeaway if I was to read this modern day waiting to excel? What would be the takeaway for their, you know the reader right, for this book? The takeaway
1: from from what I would love from the reader is for them to start their healing process, for them to really sit and reflect on themselves. Because in, in the back of it, I actually have a a journal portion, and okay. it says start my process here. And it asks you different questions, you know, things like your your uh, challenges versus your strengths. And, you know, um, what, okay. how can you master peace? Like peace, like P-E-A-C-E, you know, like things like that. What, it just gives you different questions to start asking yourself. And that's why I put it at the end of the book because once you actually read it, then you kind of get the, the wind of what's going on here. So my takeaway is for them to just, Start healing from whatever it is they might not even know they need to heal from, um, and forgive, and just understand, and definitely change certain things about, and not even just change but shift and maybe adjust certain things about themselves to better themselves. It's not to point fingers and make anybody to feel bad. It just kind of help you. It's a self growth, a self development type novel. So it's just based on yeah. stories with different people, and. Um, it's just it's really good it's the niche is at the end it's really at the end
0: okay so I mean you said like three good things that um hopefully I remember too as far as forgiveness Mm -hmm. I really believe that is key as far as healing um forgiving others as well as forgiving yourself and I think um, when women or people are hurt it's hard to forgive the other person because, you know, they're angry about what happened to them. And it's like, they want the other person to feel their anger, to, you know, experience this hurt. But at the same time, it's more so killing that person. That's not, I mean, forgiveness is for the individual, not the person that has, you know, I guess done wrong or has hurt them, Mm -hmm. but uh, forgiveness. So I think that is definitely one topic that i've come across different people that you know it's kind of hard for them to forgive and i even had to forgive people that have hurt me and it definitely helps the healing um oh my gosh it was something in your book uh peace that okay that right there is like (laughs) women all we all need to define our peace i would say mine right now is definitely boundaries um That kind of gives me peace and definitely as far as boundaries and business and personal life and definitely setting that and sticking to it. Cause I said it, but I don't necessarily stick you know, stick to mm-hmm. it. So um everyone has a different things that will bring them peace. I mean, what is your thing that, you know, kind of brings you peace, the thing that you need?
1: For me, honestly, look like my truth. Like it's so much that I've discovered. Within my life, um, I was adopted. I knew that at a very young age. Both of my parents that raised me, I had great parents. You know, both of them, they passed away. And I have two other parents that I live in. You know, my biological father, he knew any, nothing about me. My biological mother, you know, you would hear certain things, but I honestly, I just met her last year. I looked out and I found her and I met her last year. Honestly, I can say that me coming and living in my peace, not my peace, but living in my truth is it's kind of bringing me a peace of mind because it, it you can think that it's not anything that bothers you, and honestly, it really to me I still don't feel like it was nothing that bothered me. But they came about, you know, my biological father came about and found me once he heard about me, and that kind of gave me the the boost of like, well, let me find her and just ask her a couple of questions. But I can honestly say it was a great thing to do because it kind of gives you a different look on stuff. And I feel like that's a part of my life. And when I say I want to, and I also like call myself a truth seeker because some people don't live in their truth and they don't understand. When I say truth seeker, like find what what really is lying beneath all of the, you know, the physical and let's understand what's really going on with ourselves. And if I don't know who I am, how can I really even find out who I'm going to be if I don't even know where the root of everything is coming from? So that has honestly been like the a journey to like recently a journey to my peace. Before my peace was just like you said, boundaries, making sure my family was fine and working and just having my work level in order. But like now, I can honestly say, just getting to know my families. I have so many of them, and I'm just opening up more and I'm shifting more, and it's exciting. You know what I'm saying? It. it Sometimes it's kind of frustrating because you're just like, I had parents. You have, like, that moment I can be around one of them, and I'm like, and they're just so happy, and I'm like, I had them on my head. And then I come out of that, and I'm like, no, that's not, you know, so you have your mind, but it's a part of growing. And that's, it brings me peace to know that I feel like I did something good for them by at least even wanting or trying to be a part of their lives. So, mm-hmm. and my piece,
0: right there. Story is amazing. Like every time you speak, it's like in okay, the military and thank you for your service. Then you yeah. adopt it's Like, girl, as you talk, just stuff keep unfolding more and more. it's Like, That's oh, in it's, in it's in the book. Like definitely make sure you, you get
1: the book. <laughs> well, I'm um, speaking about that. I mean, where can people find the book? So my book is um located on Amazon. It's an ebook and it's in hard copy form. I also have it on my website, um ww.prettymet That's M-I-N-K-B. And that's my beauty site, but I also have my personal brand items on there. Uh-huh. So you can also get signed copies on there from me.
0: Awesome. So one of the things I like to do before I end the podcast is definitely ask about the writing process. Um Because once again, this is about books, branding, and business for authors. So how hard was it for you? Because in essence, even though it's loosely based, you know, around your life, it's still about you, you know, in your life. How hard was it for you to open up and write this um, for others to read?
1: Ashley, I started writing the book October 2016, and the book was titled uh, Strength of a Woman. Mm-hmm. And I was going to base the book around different women in my life. I wasn't going to tell their business, but I feel like each of them had a story that could relate to other women and just to see how they, to show that everyone handles things differently, but they end up coming up on top. And I started writing it and I rewrite it. A year went by and I started trying to fix it and turn it into short stories. And then I was overseas and i that's when certain things I started going through my healing process. And I realized when my biological dad was talking to me one day, he said, "You know, your life is really like a story of strength in itself." We was having a regular conversation, it had nothing to do with my book, and I didn't hear nothing he said after that because I had an epiphany. I said, "The story is a story of like me. It's me. Yeah. Like, I'm strength." And I got done with my book in not even six months. That's After I had started writing it two years prior. And I'm going through, I'm looking, I'm like, what is Like, I'm trying to fix it, how to put this here, put this there. But I was writing about the wrong thing. I needed to start with myself before I try to write about someone else. So I started with myself and it was hard. It was easy for me to write it. Mm-hmm. I wrote it out. I wrote this, I wrote that. And then I got with my editor. And I remember when I met you, I was in the process of just beginning to write this novel. I had already had one. And I believe I was trying to speak to you about either that one or this one because I knew I was going to need assistance. I just didn't know how. But I started writing it and then I came across this good editor I was introduced to. And she was the one who pretty much gave me the push behind even, I, I didn't even want to read it. I could sit here and type, 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 type. But when she edited it and sent it to me to read, I was like, two weeks later and she was like, I need you know we got deadlines and I'm like give me another couple days like I could not go back to my own book that I've been sitting here and worked on and read it and it was just like so that part was hard for me but I did it and I when I started reading I'm like dang you know when she put it together and it was an actual book it was like dang you know that's good you know (laughs) I was glad, but it was it was hard because I feel like it was about me. So I would read it, I would get teary-eyed, I would read it and I would visualize certain things and it's like, but when I read the things in it that I knew was kind of like upping it up a little bit, it was like, okay, yeah, that, make, that, that sound good. Yeah. So it's hard when you're writing about yourself, but I feel like the outcome in the end is what, it's like the, that's the win, that's like my win right there. Yes, yes.
0: Um, a lot of authors that I come across, I'm going to say someone said a lot of times, but some of the times they want to write a book, but they're not ready because they haven't healed. And when it comes time to write, you know, their life, they're they're reliving it in a sense where it's negative. And I've learned that pretty much from my very first client. Cause she was like, I have to take, I can't write anymore. Like I have to pause. And so we just had to pray and work it through it because when you're reliving that and you haven't healed, you're opening up the wounds again. So I think right. you know, your dad um, just gave that, you know, that word, that title, and you were already kind of healing or working yourself, perfect timing. Because mm-hmm. Heart Healed is so much easier, you know, to write and just burst the book. So if you had to do something over again in the, in the self-publishing process, what would you do? What would it be and what would you do differently?
1: If I had to do something over again in the self publishing process, I would probably myself publish I would probably research more of how to market myself um because I knew what I had in the beginning I knew what I needed to do in the beginning, but as far as the continuing thing i I even had a book I ordered um and I due to work, you know, I couldn't even really do what the book needed me to do because I still had to work. And it's kind of like, I just didn't know what more things to do because I, at first I didn't know if I'm going to like, am I going to give too much away? Am I going to, you know, I just didn't know if I'm going to tell the story. Am I, you know, I wanted them to read it and I didn't know how to really push it. So I could say marketing myself and my self-published pro- like process, I wish I would have knew a little bit more. Um, he asked me, what would I do differently? Mm -hmm. I'll probably get someone to do it for me. I would probably get someone to do it for me. But once I learned, once I learned the things I did learn, you know, about Kindle, like Amazon and like, oh, I can print my books through here. It was kind of exciting. Oh, I can do this by myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And it, I was sticking to a budget and things like that. But I feel like now or more so that I'm closer to getting out of the military, this is, like, the perfect time for me to start. Like, I've started, but this is the perfect time for me to really get my book out there more and start yeah. speaking about it more, doing different things. Because now I would have – it's not like I have time to do what I need to do with it. It's not like I launched the book and released it and I'm, like, in the Army 24-7. Like, I feel yeah. like so I'm getting closer to getting out. I can do everything I need to do. And it'd be like, it's a new book on the shelf. Like It's not too late for me to, you know, do what I need to do with it.
0: Definitely. One of the things I have on my website is if you write it, they will not come. Just like little <laughs> thing, you feel that? No, you have to market your book before, during, and after. So right. definitely, is a good tidbit that a lot of authors don't necessarily think about because they're so excited about publishing a book that publishing a book is just the beginning of it. Now you have it out there, you have to market it because people will not come. So uh, is there any last minute words that you would like to um, share with our audience?
1: Um, I would just like for everyone to just find out when or what it is that you need to heal from. You know, if you haven't gone through certain things, acknowledge it accept it and heal from it like even when you're forgiving you don't have to forgive someone to their face. you can pray about it tell god about it just say it in the air you know they don't have to know because it like you said is more so about the person um uh, about you so that's just my thing you know what's your story your strength ask yourself that question and see how that starts your healing process all right and one
0: last time where can they
1: get the people- book? You can find the story of strength on Amazon. It's available in paperback and ebook, and it's also available um, signed copies on my website, which is out Com.
0: All right, all right, all right. Well, I want to thank you so much, Miss Jaira, for being on today. The Get It Done podcast. Um, the, definitely, I know I, I love the story of the strength, honey. Just, just, just. <laughs> just your story just what you the little tidbits you said today it's like girl we gotta get that book honey right. it, it seems like honey you definitely need to excel from all the stuff you've been through mm-hmm. so definitely guys you want to make sure you support miss williams and get her books and go to her website pretty means out um or amazon to purchase it all right so thank y'all so much for tuning in to another podcast and y'all stay blessed all right thank you bye. Bye.